Naturally, what else can we expect? Some people, namely Jimbo, have more influence than is good for them. But let's face it, the competitions will attract the most people. They won't come all the way to the show just to eat Jimbo's food, good though it is. Caroline came out of the kitchen carrying a tray of cups and a big pot of coffee. She put it down on a table. Hi. Uh, would you like coffee? Milk? Sugar? Sheila and Louise went to collect their cups. Sheila sipped her coffee and to fill the silence said, Your parents have gone home today, Caroline. This afternoon. I met them in the store the other day. You're so much like your mother. I didn't realise she was a doctor, too. Oh, yes. I just wish I had half her energy. I think Peter's quite glad to see her go. She's been in his study trying to reorganise his files. He's really very patient with her. And they were saying how much they'd enjoyed staying with you. They love seeing the children. Our two are their only grandchildren so far, you see. Their complaint is they don't see enough of them with living so far away. Pity the weather wasn't a little better for them while they were here. Well, they don't really mind. Just glad to have a rest, if you can call it a rest, living in the same house as two two-year-olds. Sheila laughed. I see your point. I'm really looking forward to this show. Such a good thing for the village. Mr. Fitch coming, isn't it, Caroline? It is. <laughs> He's certainly stirring us up. First the bonfire night party, and now the show. Before we know where we are, Mr. Fitch will be thinking he's Lord of the Manor. The three of them laughed, but they each acknowledged there was a ring of truth in what Caroline had said. A cold draught announced the arrival of Jeremy. He waddled in, swathed in a huge Macintosh and heavy leather boots, which made him appear more mountainous than ever. Hello, hello, ladies. Ah, coffee, just what I need. Caroline handed him his cup and said, Jeremy, I don't think you've met Louise Bissett, Lady Bissett's daughter. She's agreed to be secretary for the show, brave girl. Jeremy extended his fat, sweating hand to Louise. Good evening. Nice to meet you. Brave indeed. Having a taste of country air for a change, eh? Something like that. You're Mr. Fitch? <laughs> no, no. Wish I was. My wife, Venetia, and I run the big house on behalf of Mr. Fitch's company. He uses it as a training centre for his staff. I see. So you employ secretaries and the like? Yes, we do. Is that what you are? Well... I'm in banking, really, but I've got secretarial skills, so think of me if ever you need anyone. I'm organising the rector at the moment, lending a hand here and there, you know. Jeremy laughed and patted her arm. Lucky man, to have such a charming assistant. Caroline agreed. Yes, he is. Louise is doing a sterling job with the church magazine. She's also just started distributing the new church telephone directory, which she's compiled. Oh, we must let Jeremy have a copy, mustn't we, Louise? Then, if he needs any of us, 
He has the numbers to hand. I'll drop a copy in for you tomorrow. She beamed at him. Thank you kindly. Thank you very much. Show you round, if you like, when you come up. Lovely. I've only seen the house from a distance. It'll be great to see inside it. Thank you. They chose chairs next to each other, and Sheila sat on the other side of Louise. The outside door opened, and in came the rest of the committee. Bryn Fields, deep in conversation with Michael about the merits of being a free house, Barry, talking to Jimbo about the marquee for the food, and Linda from the post office, bringing up the rear on her own. Coffee, everyone, before we start? They gathered round, exchanging pleasantries, and then finally settled in their chairs to begin the meeting.